need a soundboard. I intend for us to get a soundboard for the podcast. I, <laughs> I like that. I intend to like that. <laughs> Welcome to Signal, the podcast that raises your frequency. I'm Maury Fontanez. And I'm Melissa Grushka. Happy New Year. This week, we're talking about New Year's intentions. Bean, are you ready to get intentional? I'm very ready. I'm very intentional about being intentional. Hi. Hello Hi. there. Hi. I just was cringed out by my opening. <laughs> That's my you cringe. Were. I even I know. put my head down in shame. I just let it hang there too, you know, <laughs> which is, I really had your back on that one. I was like, and you're on your own. You didn't laugh and you just stared at me, bowing my head in shame. <laughs> You're welcome. Bean, you. it's, uh, it's, this is our first show of the new year, although I'll just get right into my cringe, which is that we are recording this show about the new year in the old year. So we have to get in the new year mode, but it's still December, guys. We're talking to you from the past. Ooh, it's like time travel. Ooh. Speaking of yeah. time travel. Oh. <laughs> I just feel like 2024 sounds so futuristic, right? Like it sounds like we should be wearing spacesuits on like hoverboards, right? Or at least our cars should be flying. Yeah, or at something. least like our robot Jetsons. maids should be bringing yeah. us our breakfast. Did at we least. just say at the same time? Jetson, Jetson, Rosie. Yeah. So yeah. obviously We're such we both geriatric millennials. <laughs> um anyway, yes. so I want to hear how your week has been and if you have a cringe or delight for me besides the fact that it's not 2024, but it is 2024. Well, my cringe honestly was just my intro. It made me feel really weird and funny inside. Um, but I do have a little delight, which is deep. And it's always about my kids, which I realized is great for this episode because my delights and cringes are almost always about my children. And not that I don't adore my kids to the depths of my soul, but like maybe I need some more things in my life so that I have other stories to tell. You know what maybe. I mean? So yeah. maybe that should be a, a goal for the, the new year. Okay. Um, anyway, but this is still a beautiful story anyway about my we'll kids who I love so much. Uh, I've been having a really hard time with my kids growing up. You know this. I've cried yeah. many times. My youngest is almost six. I had just had babies for so long and I love it. And it's just been a challenging time for me. And then like two nights ago, maybe we were sitting on my bed, me and my oldest daughter. I think she was wearing my pants. Um, and she was putting my hair in bubble braids. And I thought, wow, like, Aww. this is like a real, I'm like really hanging out with my kid. She's Aww. like doing my hair. We were like chatting. She was borrowing my clothes. And I was like, wow, like maybe there's something really, truly beautiful about this, that I get to experience this new phase with my child in like a new yeah. way. I know. Yeah. Isn't that something that like they yeah. become your bestie? Yeah. And it's like remarkable. Like I want to yeah. hang out with my kid, you know? That's that's know. really such a beautiful reframe yeah. on them growing up. It's yeah. so true. You know what? I always tell myself when I'm like missing their littleness. Yeah, but you have this other person here that you get to be curious about and get to know. And like and the minute miss. I open to it. Yeah. The minute I open to it, it's like, okay, why don't we really engage with what's here and not what's yeah. gone? Because when they're 25 and they're never home anymore, you'll be like, oh, I miss when they were this age and in the house. Right. Even if they were yelling at me, they were in the house. Right. And, yep. And it's true. Attention. Yeah. So it was That's a really delightful. beautiful moment. Yeah. I love that. Oh, I have a cringe. 
Oh, I just I just realized I had this cringe and I didn't tell you about it. What? Okay, so I was talking to my friend Aaron, who is the one who introduced me to that podcast I love, and that's why we drink. Right. And she was like, remember in that episode with Dylan, how Dylan said something and I said, oh, I have goose cam. And you and Dylan yes. were like, what in the hell is that? Yes. And I was like, come on, guys. Everybody knows it. <laughs> yeah. Nobody. Aaron was like, Aaron was like, I was listening to the episode and I was dying laughing because <gasps> goose cam is something that the podcast host on that podcast, and that's why we drink, says, because oh, really? it's a paranormal podcast and they watch ghost hunters. And on Ghost Hunters, it's the term for when they get goosebumps when they're like in a haunted house and the camera uh-huh. <laughs> zooms in on their goosebumps. No way. Which is Goose Cam? Is that the yeah. origin of your Goose Cam? No, I think she came up with it. Like this podcast host calls it Goose Cam because of Goose Cam on like a Ghost Hunter show. Uh-huh. And then I just heard it and was like, yeah, this is a normal word. And then yeah, I was you- trying to tell you and Dylan that you were. Right. You were Silly. defending it as though you've been using it since you were six. I didn't realize you learned it on a podcast and thought it was normal. So there you go. There's so don't take cringe. any don't take anything yeah. away from our podcast because who knows? Don't repeat anything exactly, except for this. We want to introduce a concept as we go into 2024, you guys, which is the idea of reframing resolutions oh. to. New Year's. Oh, you didn't know where I was going, but I'm transitioning I did already. And I was I like, know. We're that reframing? Was a <laughs> that was a fast transition. Um, reframing New Year's resolutions to New Year's intentions. And that is what our episode is about today, is how do we stop making resolutions that we can never keep, that make us feel shitty about ourselves because they're setting us up for failure? And how do we instead do something new and different that is more intentional? So we're going to talk about New Year's intentions. Love it. All right. So what do you think the difference is before I tell it to you? Um, Between well, a resolution and a New Year's intention. I mean, I can give you the gist based on my readings, if that's what you'd like to know. Sure. <laughs> I kind of um, wanted you to guess, but I guess you did some research. I mean, I just or read it. a little bit. I read the articles, some articles that were shared by the producers, you know, just checking okay. it out, scoping the scene. Fine. Uh, Fine. Tell us. A resolution is basically just like a hardcore goal with no clear path always, whereas an intention is more about like a way of being and a way of living to achieve long-term goals. Hmm. Outcome versus process. Process. That's a very good way to put it. Okay. Well, I'm going to get into more detail about the difference between the two. So first of all, I thought this was interesting. Research shows that only 10% of people successfully keep their New Year's resolutions. I wrote that down too. Hold on. (laughs) And that is because most scientists, psychologists, experts say that resolutions are really, really hard to keep and they set us up for failure. And so I got a little curious, like, okay, so what is it about a resolution that makes it so hard? And here are some of the qualities of a resolution that are... I think relevant. So first of all, resolution is basically just a statement to fix yourself, right? It's a statement you make to change something in your life to fix yourself. But that concept of fixing ourselves naturally has ingrained in it this idea that there's something wrong with us. Right. So there's a negativity already in there when we're making a resolution, right? So when we are in that kind of 
negative headspace, then we are setting ourselves up to fail energetically to begin with because there's already that layer of like shame and judgment in the resolution. It's almost like if I don't work out more, then it means, you know, I'm a piece of crap. I'm unhealthy. I'm this. I'm right. It means all these things about who you are and what your identity is when there's a negative connotation to the thing that you're resolving to do. Other things about resolutions, just to know that are different than intentions. So you talked about it. Some of them can be outcome-based, right? I'm going to get a different job. I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to, you know, have a goal that is very measurable. They're very specific and they're very clearly defined. And if you think about resolutions in terms of where we create them in our body, they're very mind-based. They're very intellectual, mind-based goals that we create. An intention, rather, is something that is heart-based. It's qualitative. So rather than being measurable, it's It's a quality of the way that you want to live your life. So intentions are a little softer. They are more about the process behind what it is you're trying to accomplish in living your life. And then there's almost an inherent why in your intentions, which is missing from resolutions. And a lot of researchers who have studied resolutions not working say that the reason that our resolutions don't work is that we're not always sure of why we're making them. What is our deepest, most profound why in creating this goal? Whereas with an intention, there is a why embedded into it. So let's say your intention, if it's coming from your heart, it's, you know what? I just want to be more present in my life because I don't want to miss what's happening, right? Right. Rather than I'm going to build 20 minutes of quiet time a day, which is very specific, measurable, outcome-based. Right. The intention is a softer, I am going to create more presence in my life so that I can stay connected to what's happening there. I feel like intention requires a more consistent level of participation Mm. from one's, from self, Mm -hmm. rather than a goal, which is almost like going through the motions when you do a resolution, like I'm going to work out more. Like you just said, I'm going to fit 10 minutes of my day into this rather than I'm going to spend all of my energy trying to accomplish this intention all day. Yeah. Well, think about the core of the word. Like it's about being intentional, which is really being mindful of what you're doing, why you're doing it, what the values are behind it. And the thing that I actually love when I think about intentions is that While a resolution is about fixing something that's broken in you, which then has this inherent shame and judgment to it, an intention is about softening to yourself, softening to your life, and thinking about the quality of your life given what is already there. Rather than rejecting what is a part of you, it's like taking inventory of what's happening in your life. And I'm going to give us an exercise at the end of this episode for how you can just create these centered intentions. But it's really taking stock of the areas of your life, accepting what's there, softening to yourself and your process and your values and the things that are important to you. Because obviously, you have lived this life the way you've lived it for a reason. And when you can soften to that reason, instead of judging that reason, 
then you're more likely to create shifts by adding to your life in a way that's qualitative rather than rejecting what it is that you've done and created in a judgmental manner. Something else I was reading was with resolutions, it's a lot of like, I will do XX less or like I will eat less food, which again is a way of of telling yourself that you've done something wrong. Right. Right. I do have, I'm curious though about some people who set resolutions because some people, it's not always from a place of shame. How can you explain people who are just interested in growing? They set resolutions not because they hate the way they are, but because they want to expand. I was re- as I kept reading about it, I was they kept talking about people not being ready to change, and that's part of the problem. But what if you just want to evolve? Why is that less okay than setting just a an intention? I don't think it's less okay. I think it's they're both about evolution. And listen, I think that if you're a goal-oriented person who really appreciates specific measurable goals and they do add to the quality of your life and they don't make you feel bad about yourself, do it, please. Like if you're one of the 10% where a resolution works for you, hell yes. TJ's that way. TJ can decide to cut out sugar for three months and literally not eat sugar for three months because that works for him. For me, it feels like, Oh, if you eat sugar, then it means X, Y, and Z about your character, about yes. your discipline. about And then that shame, kind of I'm rebellious in that way. It makes me act out. And I'm guessing that a lot of people who fall in the 90%, that that's what's happening, is that that shame is setting you up for this failure and you're like, okay, well then fuck it. I, you know, I suck. So I'm going to do I it. I you have an answer. I knew when I was reading it, I was like curious. I was like, Bean's going to blow my mind when I ask her <laughs> what this is all about. Like, that's the difference. If it brings up any feelings of shame, that's when you know there's an issue here and you should sort of reassess. Right, right. But if it works for you, do it. Do it. I think you can, even if you're one of the 10% who resolutions work for and you're listening, then I want you to think about incorporating intentionality as well, right? And if it doesn't work for you, then what I'm offering is a reframe of let's focus on the intention and just get rid of the resolution. So then why do most people, why do you think we have resolutions then? I feel like nobody I know sets intent. Well, I mean, you and some people I know set intentions, but almost everybody I know sets resolutions. Why do you think we're so, as a society, so valuing the outcome rather than focusing on this process to get to that desired outcome? It's definitely our culture to value outcomes, right? Like we don't value the process of just being a human. I think I've said this before, like a friend that said to me just casually in a conversation, I'm not a human doing, I'm a human being. Yeah, I love that. Right? Like we value doing so much that the process of being is uncomfortable to us because we've been taught to measure our value by the job we get, the amount of money we create, the kind of partner that we attract, the way that our kids then, then we put all this crap on our kids. Then it's like the grades our kids get, the schools they get into, what teams they're on, how they're funk, right? Like we just value outcome based things as a sign of our own value and success. And I think that resolutions are such a good tool to further that kind of cultural idea of, well, if you want to be valued and successful, you've got to achieve X, Y, and Z. Great, then I'm going to set a resolution to do that. And I think that 
when I think about, I think I've said this in a million of our episodes, but when I think about like the most common core wound in my work, when I'm talking to a client or a friend or myself, the most common core wound that we all have is I am not enough. Right. Right. In some way, I am not enough. So if I'm not enough, then I need to achieve one, two, three, four, five things to become enough. And by the way, spoiler alert, we achieve them and that core wound still pops up to say, oh, (gasps) still not enough. Oh, no. Because it's there. We're not working on healing the story. The story is the illusion. The idea that you're not enough is the illusion. And when you're doing things based on a projected illusion, then you're just chasing insanity because as soon it's like a mirage. You get there and you realize, oh, I'm still not enough. It never heals that story because you're trying to heal something within you that's not true to begin with. And I guess like setting intentions is more like um, rewiring your neural pathways rather than just like this end game of grandiosity. Yes. Setting intentions is, I think, this like abundant approach of accepting all aspects of yourself and deciding that in accepting what you are in every single facet of your dimensions, you want to add to those dimensions to experience life at an even more um, altered frequency, a frequency that's more aligned to your truth. Whereas when you're outcome-based and you define your value based on achievements, then you're not softening to your facets. You're not softening to what's already there. You're not accepting those things and therefore you're not adding to. You're trying to reject and replace. I keep thinking about how we've been dis- we've brought it up in several episodes hustle culture and why our country right. is all about. We just had that episode about pausing and why we are just such hustlers. And that sort of speaks to this too. We're hustling to get to our resolution, but we're not paying attention to the fact that we're all kind of like miserable along the journey because we're just pushing ourselves so hard and not finding any balance, which is where the intention comes in. Yeah, it's so true. So I think that if we want to set a new intention for 2024, why don't we all collectively have it be that we're going to soften to what already is? and look at what we want to embrace and add to our Mm. lives instead of rejecting what's there. That would be my intention for all of our listeners is don't set a resolution that is shame-based or judgment-based. How can you look at your life, accept what's there, and get curious about where you want to expand on it? I I also like some of the stuff I was reading was saying that intentions are more like I am or I will statements rather than like, I I think I already mentioned this, but rather than using words like more and less, like I will do less of this, like instead of taking away or adding all these things, it's more about a a way of being. Yeah, totally. Wait, do we have some, a resolution is X while an intention is Y? Like I'm going to give you a resolution and then you turn it into what an intention would be. So we can get really clear about this. Oh, wait, can we do it the other way? (laughs) You're going to give me an intention and, or you're going to give me a resolution. resolution Okay. 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 Well, let's actually, let's both take turns because we, you know what? We could both use the practice. Why not? Okay. All right. I'll start. So a common resolution. This year I am going to read 25 books. I... The intention would be, I am going to incorporate more literature into my life in the hope, so, so that, 
I can expand my mind. Oh, good. I like the expand my mind. Thanks. Thank yeah, you. I think I think that like the specificity is where it turns into a resolution, whereas the expansion of of like I'm going to read books rather than no. I said incorporate. You said literature, literature intentionally so that you can it can be in any form, right? So that right. you're not stuck on books or incorporate informa- more information into my life. Perfect, because I want mm. to expand my mind, my which mind. is so intentional. Right. Okay. Go. All right, your turn. Another one, another common one is I'm going to like spend less money this year. I am this is fun. Mindful about where my resources go and what actually brings me joy. And I'm going to spend the year being really mindful about where my true joy comes from. Like that. Like that. So even if your purchasing habits are the same and you don't spend less that year. You are paying attention, which will pave the way to eventually spend less, hopefully. Yeah. And also, I think it like right there, there's a curiosity and like an acceptance of yourself and that intention versus, God, I spend too much money. I'm such an a-hole. Right. And why can't I stop spending even when I told myself to? Right. Totally. It's like about getting to know yourself, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And these end goals, there's just like no – I I uh, equated it to like having a final destination and no roadmap. Like That's you need right. some sort of directions to to get to where you're going. If it's an yeah. unknown destination, you can't just like drive in circles until you arrive at it. You need to have yeah, some right. concept, right? So yeah. the intention are the is the roadmap, and the the resolution would just be the end destination with no information. Yeah, totally. Um, Okay, so before we end this episode on the intention setting exercise, I wanted to just ask you why else you think resolutions aren't working for us. Um, I don't really have my own information, although when I did read an article about it, I agreed with their information. Um, But I was confused. The first reason being is people aren't ready to change, which Mm -hmm. is what I was asking you about earlier. And I think with intentions, it's helpful if you don't feel capable of making a drastic change. The intention is a gentler way to get closer to your goal. Mm. So I think that change is so overwhelming for so many people that if you don't have to see it as this epic change, but rather just like a, a gentle nudge in the direction you're hoping to move in. And don't you feel like with change, we can imagine change so much easier than when the moment comes and the change has to happen? Like that's what I think is the problem with resolutions is it's so easy to sit there and imagine a version of yourself that's so different from you that's going to do something so radically different. But then the action of that change is so hard that, you know, you're kind of trying to make a fantasy a reality. Number two is no self-monitoring. It's hard to set a, a goal and say, I'm going to, like you said, read for 20 minutes a day. Who's even watching? Or are you checking a box off? Like, how are you consistently right. sticking with your goal? Right. Um, a lack of planning, which is, which I think is massive. People are, yeah. it's like December 27th and everyone's like, you know what I'm going to do in five days? I'm, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to yeah. quit smoking. Right. Five days from now. <laughs> right. And I have no resources, no community, right. no tools, <laughs> right. like no way and of I'm doing it. And I'm hyper stressed out. So it's going to yeah. go great. I'm totally going to win this. Yeah. Um, 
So lack of planning, which is pretty important in lots of activities, um, overconfidence, like that, that guy who just said he was going to quit smoking and feel super confident, which end up, ends up leading to just more self hate because right. you're like, oh, I'm just going to do it. And then you don't do it because it's really hard. And statistically, people can't keep up with their resolutions. And then you yep. are angry with yourself for not doing it. Yeah. Um, and the last one was not looking at what has to be given up, which I thought was mm. an interesting one. Like, you know, if you are going to be spending less, for example, you can't necessarily socialize or if you're attempting to spend less, um, you you might not be able to go out to dinner with your friends as much as you want or go see that show you were trying to see or buy that vacation that you wanted to go on. And you're not thinking, you're just like, oh, I'll just cut back. I won't go to Starbucks and that'll be good. Right. Right. Yeah, And you're not thinking about the moment where you have to sacrifice. Right. You yeah. just are like, I'm just going to spend less, not thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think all of those are so valid. And I think that the reason that I love intentions is because intentions almost don't require any of those things, right? Like they are letting right. you be softer and more curious right. in the process of making a shift rather than being so limited and, you know, black or white about the shift. And whenever any of my friends are in some process of change or something, I'm always like, give yourself more grace, be gentler yeah. with yourself, which I think is exactly this. Yes. Absolutely. It applies to the New Year's resolutions just the same. Okay. Well, all right, guys. So we don't want to just encourage you to shift yes. from resolutions and intentions. We want to give you a roadmap, a tool yes. to do it with. So I'm going to give you one that um, I use with my clients who are going through any kind of change, actually. And I thought it was appropriate for um, cool. setting an intention. So I call this the wheel of life exercise. So take a minute and just sit you know, with some quiet without being interrupted. And just even if you want to close your eyes, Bean is closing her eyes oh, over there. Unintentionally. Do it. Yeah, yeah, do I was it. doing it, right. but you didn't even say it. Yeah. No, I like it. So close your eyes or whatever, sit in nature or whatever feels good to you. And I want you to think about the different areas of your life. So relationships, romantic relationships and friendships, family, and give each of them kind of like a section on the wheel your career and your purpose in life, your free time slash alone time, your spiritual life, your physical life, your passions and hobbies. And just give them all their own little space. And then I want you to like take a deep breath. And as you're breathing, I want you to just take your attention to each segment of the wheel. And as you go to that segment of the wheel, I want you to do a quick balancing exercise. So what is it that you feel like in that section of the wheel, is there too much or too little energy in that area? So you're really looking to see where in the wheel your energy has gone in the past year. Where is it overdeveloped? Where is it underdeveloped? You're just going to scan your life in this way. And then as you hit areas that feel like there, too much energy is sitting there or too little energy is sitting there, then I want you to ask yourself, okay, what virtues or qualities or values or commitments are missing in this area of my life? What are the values, the qualities, the commitments that are missing in this area that feels underserved? And that's where you start to build some intentions. 
what is it that what is it a way that you want to live or get curious about that would add energy to that part of your life and from there you can start to make some intentions so instead of i intend to write a book i intend to be more proud of my creativity I intend to be more open to the ideas that come to me and accept them as valuable. Um, If it's that you intend to, or that your resolution is that you want to travel more, cool. What if instead it was, I intend to live more freely. I intend to be open to adventure. I intend to be open to yes. Does that make sense? I love it. And I hope everybody was envisioning a pie chart just like I was. Yeah, I think that it's the most um, curious way to actually open up to yourself and the life that has unfolded within you so far. You built this life for a reason. You didn't just haphazardly get to where you are. Where you are came from your dreams, your desires, your purpose, and also your wounds and your shame and your judgment. And you get to use this process to get curious about what areas of my life are full of the energy of purpose and joy and fulfillment and alignment, and what areas of my life feel like they are lacking energy because there's judgment or shame or um, that I have abandoned this area or sacrificed this area for some reason. I would love to close and tie that up with a neat little bow, but I do have a question regarding it because I'd imagine it's a real struggle for a lot of people, including myself, looking around at every pie piece in my pie chart. I I sort of struggle to know which one requires my most attention Mm. and how do I pick that one? And if I can't figure it out, where do I start then? Yeah. I would say that it doesn't have to be one that requires the most. I would say that it's more about the one or two or three where you feel a little like, oh, curious. I I noticed that when I looked at my alone time, it felt like there was no energy there. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder if I want more of that, right? You don't have to pick one and do it right. It's how are you feeling when you Mm -hmm. look at each area? And those feelings are super informative. Yeah. I'm all about efficiency, which is probably why I like resolutions. That's my problem. I'm like, well, what if I spend time on that slice of the pie chart and nothing comes of it? And I wasted all that time and I could have been on another piece of my pie. That's right. That's such a good illustration of why we tend to be more comfortable with resolutions because we're ingrained in a culture that's outcome-based. And what I'm suggesting is a flow-based life that's about like, Get softening to your life, getting curious about what feels good, what doesn't feel good, and what you want to explore to add to that area. Uh, I'm going to suggest new merch for our merch store that says flow your, what did you just say? <laughs> flow. Soften to your life? No, you said like flow to your life or something or like something. Oh. It's going to say that 2024. Okay. I like it. I hope someone's keeping track of these merch ideas. Yeah, we have a we lot. Have so many. 2024 is going to be a big year for the merch gear on this. You know what? Let's intend. Well, that this is a resolution, but let's resolve to release some merch in 2024. Even if just you and I wear it. No, it won't be just you and I. It'll be our family and friends too. Oh, right. (laughs) All right. Oh, I love that. Thank you. I think we should. Wait, do you want to do it or do you want me to say it? Our producer just 
jumped in to say that it would be nice for the two of us to create an intention for the podcast. Should we create a joint intention or should we each share? No, I like it because if we create a joint intention, then we're putting all of our energy towards this. I think my initial thought was actually to do the go with the flow thing a little more that we're often concerned about like, what about this? And what about this? And offending that one and saying it backwards. And should we do it this way? Are we going to get all the, and like, this has been such an organic process from the beginning for you and me, I think that we should allow more space for that, the nature of what brought this podcast together. Mm, I love that. So We are going to intend that this podcast be more free and flowing and that we are going to allow ourselves to just be who we are and say what comes to mind and put it out there with the intention of being helpful and honest and vulnerable and authentic. authentic. Right. Which is our goal, I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Okay, good. All right. Do you have intentions for 2024 before we go? For your life, Melissa. It's really, I'm realizing now that my intention, even my wording, my intention is actually to be, to have more intention, to be more intentional. Um, My intention that I wrote down was I will allow more space for my feelings, both within myself and with others, which is just sort of giving, I think being with you so much again and hearing so much of your wisdom has allowed me the opportunity to say like, stop, you're moving at hyper speed. Like you're ignoring a lot of feelings and a lot of things that are real to you and give them some attention. I don't have to let everything disrupt my life in the way I, you know, I suppress, suppress, suppress because it's easier to keep going and not facing a lot of things. But if I can give them my attention, it may not explode. I may be able to actually feel less overwhelmed if I can focus inward and be better about sharing my emotions with others. I'm often just like, eh, just let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go. And I don't have to make everything a big deal, but I can say, hey, that hurt my feelings and then move on from it. Oh my God. This makes me so happy. Yes. Oh my God. I love this for Melissa. Yes. (gasps) I love right, it. Yours. Just being Yay. open to your feelings. Yes. Yeah. Listening. Okay. Yes, they do. I, oh. I, there's no reason to ignore it. They're there. What like, What yeah. are you going to do? How long can you really oh ignore God. stuff? Great. This makes wow. me so happy. I didn't I'm even so realize glad. I was waiting for you to come to that intention <gasps> until you said it. Well, you've done, wow. you've done it again, by golly. You've done it again. <laughs> All right, you. Now I'm like dying to know yours. Oh, um... I think is this off the cuff. In- Are you yeah. off the cuffing right now? No, I wrote oh, some down, but then it's like it's shifting as we're making this episode. Oh, I love yeah. that. My intention for 2024 is to live more out loud as who I am. Yes. To really allow like the fullest expression of me to just come out. Time. Without so much consideration for how it makes other people feel and how uncomfortable or whatever they might be when they come face to face with my full expanded self and to value that self and not question that self so much. Like I intend to fully live in my most highest frequency and allow that to be enough for me. 
Yes. 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 I don't know how else to make sounds on the podcast in support. We need a soundboard. I intend for us to get a soundboard for the podcast. I I like that. I intend to like that. Wow. All right. Well, listen, you guys, thank you for listening. We wish you guys the most happiest, most fulfilling, purposeful, New expanded, year expanded expanded yeah. I wish for you that this is the year that you feel the most connected to your highest frequency that you're living your truth that you are doing it in a way that fills you with life force and that you're excited about it I am excited <laughs> good all right well bean bean love you the most happy new year happy new year love you the most I'll see you next week bye bye This has been another episode of Signal, the podcast that raises your frequency. This podcast is co-hosted by me, Maury Fontanez, and Melissa Gushka. Special thanks to my production team, Anushree Thekadet, Arman Kassam, and Anais Islami. Don't forget to join us next week for another episode. See you then. <laughs>